0: Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol free. If you want to learn more about stop drinking coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Hey guys, Leon Sylvester here. Today we're going to be talking about dry January. What are the pros and what are the cons? And most importantly, is it something that you should be doing? And if it is, how can you prepare for it? Now, I'll be entirely honest with you guys. I never did a dry January before. I never tried that kind of thing. And I'll explain why very briefly. And it was because I tried to do kind of time frames where I stopped drinking before. I used to say to myself, oh, all right, I'll go 30 days without a drink and I might last five, or I might last seven, or I might get to the 30 days and then drink again. So it it never really worked for me as a long-term solution. However, there are definitely pros to doing it. And there are some cons that we'll touch on in this video. I mean, at the end of the day, it's very easy for us just to focus on the pros and, you know, encourage people and be like, come on, you can do this, blah, blah, blah. But if we don't focus on the cons as well, then what, what about the people that may fail on that journey, right? So if we can kind of cover both things then it's going to put you in the best state of mind to actually go ahead and complete something like a dry January. The first pro of doing something like dry January, and also this can be any kind of challenge, you know, is when there's there's a time frame. Well, the very first thing is that it gives people a taste of the good life. What I'm saying is there are plenty of people out there that have never really stopped drinking for a prolonged period of time. I work with people that have drank for five, 10 years every single day, or you know they've not had a they've not had a 2 week period uh, of not drinking alcohol for 10 20 years right so when people go and actually commit to doing something like a dry january and they actually go the the full dry january or even if they only manage 2 weeks it actually gives them a taste of the good life it gives them a taste of having the good energy having the good confidence waking up early again being there for their children their wives their husbands you know it gives them a taste of what it's like to live alcohol free because the contrast of Being a drinker and being alcohol free is just amazing. It's insane. And for a lot of people that haven't experienced that, it gives them a taste of it. They can already start to see things improving in their life. That might mean that their kids are just happy to see them again. It might mean that they get a few additional clients when they're at work. Maybe they're they're just a little bit more consistent in the gym again. It gives them a taste of the good things that come from being a non-drinker, which I think is a fantastic, fantastic thing. And doing something like Dry January could give you that. It could give you a taste of the good life. And if you want to continue, then you could continue. If you want to find another solution to actually solving the problem as a more long-term thing, then it gives you the options to go ahead and do something like that. So that is one of the best things about Dry January. The next good thing is that there are other people going through the same thing. So, you know, Dry January have got Facebook groups, they've got Uh, You can actually go and set up Dry January in your local community. You can put posters up in pharmacies and talk to people about doing it and, you know, really trying to challenge them and get them to look at their alcohol and their drinking habits. So there are other people going through it, which means that, you know, you'll be able to get a bit of support. You'll be able to talk to other people that are going through it, which I think is a good thing that can be very helpful. A lot of people, when they want to stop drinking, that's what they want. They want some support. They want some community. They want that kind of aspect of when, they, when they're going through something, they want other people to go through the same thing with them, especially something like stopping drinking, right? But that can be the same in any area of life. If you're starting a business, then you might want to join you know, these entrepreneur societies and whatever. But that's not, that's not so important. The, the, the point of the pro is that there are other people going through it, which can help for motivation, it can help for encouragement, it can help for support, emotional support, and all that kind of thing. So another great pro Another great pro that Dry January brings is huge awareness. Like I said, it gives people a taste of the good life. And like I said before, a lot of people have never really questioned their drinking habits. They kind of just go through life drinking for years, and they never really actually realise that they're drinking a drug. It's just a part of life. It's just how they relax. It's just how they relieve stress. It's just how they do things. Alcohol's just been there for such a long time. And something like Dry January is bringing tons of awareness to so many people's drinking habits. Now, especially because this comes straight after Christmas where people, you know, I'm sure alcohol consumption increases in vast amounts during Christmas and kind of January comes, new year, new me, all that stuff. Well, you may be walking around and then see a poster of dry January and it might just give you that, that strike where you're like, yeah, maybe I could do that. Maybe. And it starts to get you to question things. You start to think, well, is there something wrong with my drinking? You know, maybe maybe, maybe I am drinking too much. Maybe it's not actually serving me the way that I think. So it can really start to start this long transformative process of being a non drinker. And it, you know, some of you people may be thinking of doing dry January landed on this channel, you're going to go and watch a bunch of other videos that are going to help you on the journey to not drink, right? So this could be a it's like a great catalyst for change, it can be something that just spurs people on, it gives them that first push that they really, really want, it gives them that reason to do something. And the final thing the final big pro that I think Dry January has is it gives you an excuse. So a lot of people really struggle with this. They struggle with having an excuse when they go to bars, when they go to restaurants, when they see their friends, right? I personally couldn't care less, because it's not me that has to explain myself to them. They're drinking the poison, I'm not. It's like, most people think that when they stop drinking, they're doing the abnormal thing by not drinking poison, right? The reality is, is it's the complete opposite way around. It's the drinkers that are doing the abnormal activity, right? They're drinking a poison and think that it's normal. A lot of people do struggle with this, right? Because I've gone through the reframing process that I talk about on the channel, I just don't look at those people and and think like, oh, I wish I could be like them, right? But the the point of the matter is that dry January gives you an excuse. So those people that come up to you and they say, oh, do you want to drink? I just be like, no, I don't drink. Whereas other people that that, that, at the beginning, they might feel a bit more uncomfortable. So they can say, do you know what? I I don't really want to drink today. I'm doing dry January. So it gives them an excuse for the people around them, which is a good thing, right? For some people, that's what they need. They need an excuse. So that can be another huge pro to dry January. Now let's have a look at the cons of doing something like dry January, because you know, there's not a one size fits all approach for every single person out there. So the first con that I want is the frame of mind. So so when you're trying to stop or reduce drinking, frame of mind is everything. And I'm not sure that dry January can get you into that frame of mind where you are very certain about being a non-drinker because it's a period of time where you're not going to drink, right? Which is cool. For a lot of people out there, that is totally cool. They will stop drinking and then maybe go on to reduce their drinking afterwards. But for me, I had tried these time periods where I didn't drink for, and it just was never a long-term solution. In fact, by the end of the you know, whatever time period that I promised them I wouldn't drink for, if I ever got to the end of those time periods, well, guess what would happen at the end of them? I would go and get completely smashed. Now, the reason why is because during that whole time of not drinking, I really thought that I'd given something up. I thought that I'd taken something away that was something that I genuinely enjoyed. If you look at alcohol and you think you're taking something away from your life, right, you're going to want to put it back there. But when you realize that there's actually nothing to give up in the first place, alcohol is just, it is what it is, right? You, You don't it's not something that adds value to your life, when you can see it for what it is, when you can see it as the poison that I always say on this channel, then your frame of mind is different, right? You don't look at how I'm going to stop drinking for the next 30, 60, 90 days, you just stop, right? It's just like that. Next, move on. So I do think that's a bit of an issue. There's no kind of way to get you into that frame of mind, because there's no system that they're following. It's just like, let's stop drinking for January, everybody. Yay. Great thing. Like I said, very many pros. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that this is a bit of a drawback. It's just like, basically, everybody's using willpower. They just say, right, I'm going to use loads of willpower, get through January, and then what? Right? Maybe I'll continue, maybe not, maybe I'll go drinking again. Who knows? But let's just get through January together. Cool thing. For me, that wasn't really a good long-term solution. For some of you guys watching these videos, that's going to be perfectly okay. That's going to work for you. right? That's going to be a huge, one of the best things you've ever done in your life for some people out there. For me, it wasn't because... These, these time periods of not drinking never got me into the frame of mind of, okay, I'm a non drinker now. That's it. I'm done. Which, yeah, just wasn't a good long-term solution. The next thing is it focuses on counting the days, right? So they've got, uh, I had a look on the website, they've got like an app where you can count the days. And this is another thing that I think is not really necessary. When you've reframed the way that you view alcohol, you no longer need to count the days. And the reason why is because what, what, basic, what it basically means when you start counting the days is that by the end, like uh, so, so let's say you get to day 14, right? And I'm not saying these things aren't good things and they're not achievements and they're not things to be proud of and happy about, but the problem with counting the days is that on day 14, are you more of a non-drinker than you were on day one, right, and, and what it's doing is it's basically saying that the longer that you go without a drink, the more of a non-drinker you are, right? I, I, I just think this is a completely ineffective approach because really, if you make the decision to not drink again, day zero, you are a non-drinker, right? And that decision has been made for the rest of your life, right? It's just like that cut off all possibility of failure, move on with my life. And when you're focusing on counting the days, again, going back to that frame of mind, I don't think it's a very effective long-term approach because you're basically saying that, oh, wow, I'm doing so well because I've stretched the amount of time that I've had not had a drink for. Um, um, Does that mean that it's going to get harder or easier? It, It doesn't really make sense. The best way to do it is on day zero, you cut off all possibility of failure, you get into that state of mind where it's just a certain decision to not drink again. And you just move on with your life. Now, obviously, like what I'm saying right now, if you're thinking of doing dry January, that might be a little bit outlandish. But I'm just saying what kind of worked for me and worked for the people that I work with in the clear program, you know, counting the days just, it it just didn't do anything to serve me or to serve those of the people that I work with. It was more about making the decision to stop. And then from that point, being a non drinker right? It doesn't matter if you're a year without drinking or two days without drinking, the decision to not drink is the same, right? So there's another thing. And the next thing is, well, what happens next? What happens when you get to the end of dry January? For some people, they're just going to continue, right? They're going to continue. They're actually going to stop drinking for a long time. I've spoken to a few people that did like a month without alcohol. That was their thing. It was to do a month and they just continued forever. Plenty of people out there that that's going to be an extremely effective way to stop drinking, Right? In my world, that did not work particularly well, because I was thinking, right, well, all I need to do is get to the end of day 30, and then I can do what I want, right? Then I can go back out again, then I can go drinking again, then I can go crazy again, and go for a party. So it just wasn't a long-term solution for me, because always in my head, I knew that I would drink again, which is destructive, right? We know that alcohol is a drug. If we drink one drink, the likelihood of drinking multiple drinks increases dramatically, right? I've made videos about moderation on the channel already click up here and you'll be able to watch it. But the point of the matter is that when you do something like Dry January, for some people, they'll continue, right? For other people, it's almost like an excuse to have a big blowout and then literally go back to square one. Now, like I said, it can be a good thing. It gives you a taste of that good life. But again, a long-term solution, not sure how effective that'll be for everybody. For some people, it's going to be great. So the final con of Dry January is that there's no system, right? There's no system for people to follow. There's no reframing process that happens. There are other quick drinking programs out there that do help you go through that reframing process, right? There are, there are other things out there that kind of get you to look at alcohol in a new way. But with something like Dry January, it's not really there, right? It's more about willpower. It's more about gritting through it, getting through this difficult time, this challenging time, this hard time. And that frame of mind, it, it just it just didn't work for me, right? And a lot of the people I know that I speak to and a lot of the people on, that are watching these videos probably might not work for you either. Maybe it will. I'm not saying don't try it. I'm not saying that these things are ineffective. But if you've tried it a million times already, and it's not worked, then, you know, I'm not saying don't try it. I'm not saying I'm not telling you what to do by all means. But there is no system, right? So a great alternative to doing something like dry January is to use January as a great time to actually get sober, right? Use it, use that as a milestone to kick things off. But when you actually are ready to do it, go through the reframing process, right? Buy the books, right? Hire the coach, go to the program, do whatever it takes to objectively look at alcohol and see it for what it is. Because really, it shouldn't just be about dry January, right? It should be about beyond dry January. What do you really want from your life? What do you want to do? Why don't you want to drink? So if we can start to look at the reasons why you drink at the moment and go through some kind of reframing process, then I just think it's going to give you a much better chance of that long term success that obviously everybody really wants. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear.